and welcome to another edition of Thoughts of the Roundtable. It's me, Matt Rebar. And me, Paul Laux. And boy, do we sound better. At least I do. Oh my god, we we went from sounding like gravelly, like mountain rocks just slamming against each other, to like, not like the best spring water, but like definitely at least Dasani. I'm, I'm not going <laughs> to like smart water. I'm not going to lie to you. So I went to like years of broadcasting school, and my idiot self... Like, I didn't realize we have these new fancy mics, and I have to plug my headphones into the microphone. I did not know that. <laughs> well, it was funny, because when you mentioned to me, you're like, I'm having mic issues. It's identifying my mic as a speaker. And I'm like, that's just so weird. Like, I've never heard of that. Well, I hadn't either, because, you know, to be honest, I've never really had that nice of a microphone. I've always just used the ones at studios. <laughs> but um, so I finally get this nice one, and um, I've never had a microphone that I actually had to plug my headphones into. So, hey, what are you going to do? Technology. But, like, that... I was going to say, it's like COVID-19, the more you know. <laughs> hey, <laughs> We're fun- in this position, and I mean, you're learning things every day. So Funny story real quick. So uh, yeah. do you believe that like Amazon and all that are listening to you? Do you ever believe that? Um, yeah, actually, I do believe that everything, Facebook, Google, because yeah. like, you'll be talking about like, hey, I want to go to vacation to Kansas. And the next thing you know, it'll be like an ad pops up about like Kansas on your phone or something, you know? Well, ironically, today I was like, I was looking, I was like uh, thinking about what's the difference between uh, chicken stock and chicken hmm. broth? Like, I didn't know. And so hmm. I didn't think, I personally didn't think there was a difference. And so I literally Googled the word R. I put A R E into the Google thing and it finished. It was the, uh, are, is there uh. like a difference between like, I was like, oh my God, come on now. You think it's that popular of a search engine, though? Like, that people are actually searching that all the time? Dude, I literally just put in the word R. Like, <laughs> oh, uh, oh, wait, just R? <laughs> I put A-R-E in there. Um, and it literally came back. It's like, our chicken stock and chicken broth. Different. I'm like, dude. Wow. Google, you bad boy. So, uh, that freaked See, me out See, this, exactly, this is exactly why I'm like, Google, Facebook, Amazon. Like, we should get money for them using our data. I'm sorry, like... I should get a check, like maybe it's like a couple hundred a month, because they use my data for all their sales and all their, you know, campaigns and marketing. It's like, pay me for that. Like, you know, like, and people are like, well, that's kind of lazy. Don't you think you're not even doing anything? I'm like, uh, they would not have access to this data without me. <laughs> like, but, yes, me living my life is work, first of all, and they're they're reaping off of my life. So, yeah, pay me for it. But also at the same time. AI is dumb as hell. Like one of my friends, um, <laughs> this it's such a weird age with this election going on because one of my friends um, likes Joe Biden's page on Facebook, and mm-hmm. he randomly got a message today from the actual like it, it, look, it looked like Joe Biden was messaging him personally, like the check mark and everything, and but mm-hmm. it was clearly just like horrifically coded uh, AI bot. And so my friend's name on Facebook is Dano. And so, like, every time, like, the bot didn't understand what he would say back to this bot, it just said, okay, then, Dano. I'm like, that is so weirdly aggressive. (laughs) Okay, then, Dano. Joe Biden just says, okay, then, Dano. (laughs) Like, oh, my God. But no. So real quick. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, uh, those AI bots suck. So I'm not too worried about technology. Yeah. Uh, question: Did you were you surprised that Biden picked Kamala Harris or no? I wasn't surprised. I was not. No, I mean, I don't know why there was. I, I, I'm surprised people thought there would be any other option. What other option would there be? 
Well, he I know he from the jump said it was going to be a female VP. Yeah, we and knew then that. I think we knew like what a month ago that he's like a, it's going to be a black female VP. Right. So that and I from mean, that they, point, they, they, it, they like she was number one on the list. She, you know, she's a senator, and you know, she has all the attorney general experience. I gotta tell you though, listen. I don't love some of what Kamala Harris has done I, in the past. Do you want my knee-jerk reaction to this? Absolutely. I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of this. Yeah, I'm not. I mean, I'm. Not, it's kind of like when you go to like a restaurant and you're like, I'll take the steak. And they go, we're all out of steak. And you're like, oh. Like you were really craving the steak. And then they go, well, we have like a moldy seafood platter or like raw vegetables. And you're just like not excited about anything because it's like – Obviously, I'm voting Biden-Harris. I mean, like, yeah. no surprise. Like, I'm very left. I'm very liberal. I'm very, like, probably a little too, like, hard on my sleeve. But, like, I'm not excited about, like, oh, my God, it's Biden and Kamala. Like, like I, I don't want to, like, get out. Like, I'm going to vote. But, like, I'm not, like, going to, like, hit the streets. Like, did you hear it's Biden and Kamala mm-hmm. Harris? Like, I'm not. That's not the, where I'm at right now. The thing that bothers me about it is, like, literally last week she was just, like, smack talking him, saying all this <laughs> crap about him. And now they're, like, shaking hands, hugging, and, like, running. I'm like, this doesn't make any sense to me. Last week you hated yeah. him. And now, like, I well, just don't get it, man. It's one of those things where, like. You know, it's like, who's the real enemy here in terms of Biden and Harris? It's clearly Trump. Like, so as much as they were bickering, like, I think, yeah, they can overlook each other's, like, issues that they have with each other and move on. And, like, she was right to call him out. Like, I mean, Biden's not perfect either. Like, truth be told, no politician's perfect, right? Like, every politician messes up at some point. Like, I get it. And you just kind of have to hope that, like, okay, going forward, Kamala Harris, you know, in the past, she's, oh, have you lost me? You're good now. Keep going. Oh, okay. Thank. Oh my God, you had me worried. I was like, this perfect system is now imperfect. What? <laughs> <laughs> but you know, like in the past, Kamal Harris has you know really like she put in laws that like if kids skip school, parents could go to jail for uh, their kids' truancy. She was and, pretty you know, tough out there in California. Tough with like nonviolent drug offenses, like you know, which you know obviously directs black men, you know, the most, like which is crazy to me you know you think that is someone in a position of power would realize that and do her best to you know not continue to like perpetuate racism and these stereotypes in our justice system so you just have to hope that like okay going forward you know they'll be better i mean people are always like well joe biden did this in 1989 i'm like but it was also 1989 like we're in we're like 31 years after that like you can't hold people to completely to their past, but at the same time, like, I do want to recognize, you know, I'm not fully happy with what Biden and Kamala have done in their past. Then again, I'm not happy at all with what Trump's doing in today's day and age. So it's like, I don't know. That's how I feel about it. Here's my thoughts on it. First of all, everyone's kind of made up their by their name. Everyone's made up their mind on Biden and Trump. They know where they're going to vote for that. So it's kind of the people in the middle you're going for. And even the people in the middle kind of have their thoughts on Biden, what they think of him, if they want to vote for him now. So I really think it, the whether or not he's, he's going to be elected basically depends on her, how likable she becomes, how well she does against Pence in the um, in the debates. And another thing is, is like I feel like the past – Trump basically gets a pass realistically in the past couple of years. Like basically people are going to vote on him 
or not vote for him based on how they really feel about how he handled all the coronavirus stuff. Like, basically nothing else really matters at this point. If somebody who liked him didn't like how he responded to this, they're not going to vote for him. If they were the other way and suddenly liked how they did handle this, then they are going to vote for him. Basically nothing else matters at this point. So really, I think it's going to come down to what people truly believe. I think you got to kind of throw the data out the window, you know. I I mean, to a degree, obviously, it's going to point at something, you know, polling data, but... This is such a. This is probably the strangest election this country's seen in decades. So, so Paul, what kind of news did you got for what's uh, what kind of things are happening? At this point, I could probably just read the normal news, right? Like, yeah. I mean, honestly, at this point, <laughs> I um, was. I can't tell if you were serious or not. I was like, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, like no, maybe. no, no. I'll, I'll keep it weird as always. Um, so in Tennessee, uh, I guess I never really thought. Since my birthday, my birthday's in November, and I just renewed my license last year, so I didn't really think about this. But obviously, people are having to get their license renewed, you know. And this woman, I guess, in Tennessee needed to get her license reviewed, but uh, renewed. But she was terrified of, you know, going in and renewing it and taking the picture because of all the COVID stuff. And so she somehow got the state of Tennessee to agree that her her driver's license photo is just going to be of an empty wow. chair. Wow. <laughs> it's just of an empty chair. Somehow she actually convinced the state to be like, okay, this is good enough. And so her driver's license for the next couple of years is just going to be an empty chair. Just chilling. That doesn't seem legal at all. I, I didn't think so. Man, I've gotten beat the up whole... so many times at the, at the was it DMV, DMV? <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, we all, we it, everyone goes through this process where one photo turns out okay, the next photo turns out really bad. Well, and no. And it's okay, and then it's really bad, you what, know? What I'm mostly talking about is, like, the red, the red tape. Like, oh, there's like, oh, I just want to get update my license and get the little star on it so I don't have to use my passport to fly to Arizona. And they're like, okay, well, we need um, your social security net card, your passport, your driver's license, your home address, your mm. firstborn child, your blood type, your blood, your bone marrow. <laughs> I'm like, bro, like, what? And so... It was just. Re- I mean, the whole point ridiculous. of the ID is to identify you. So it's like your name and your info and your picture. Like she's not a chair unless she's like a sentient chair that happened to walk into the building. Remember that? I just d- don't think that. I don't know how that's legal, man. I don't know. Maybe it's some weird North Carolina law. No, it's Tennessee, but uh, oh, Tennessee. Same thing. I mean, same <laughs> same difference. difference. You know, <laughs> but um, who's the? It was a couple years ago. Remember the guy who claimed he was a pastafarian and he got to take his driver's license photo with the pasta strainer on his head. I remember that what? guy. He was, yeah, he was. He claimed he was a pastafarian in his religion, and so his driver's license photo, he has a uh, a pasta strainer on his head. That's just ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I can't believe they allowed that. But I mean, if he came in ready to battle for it, mm-hmm. like here's why you have to let me, then it makes sense. Okay, this next one, I, I need your serious opinion on this because I have my own. Okay. But I need your serious okay. opinion on no jokes about this one because it's been Ooh. in the news kind of a lot. Like this isn't one story. This is about a whole bunch of different things that kind of came together at once over the past couple months. Mm-hmm. But even the United States government and all these aerospace programs like randomly came out and said that UFOs are real and that they've seen aliens. Have you seen this? Yes. And like I can't tell if it's like legit. Like, are we being, like, I on punked camera? See, like, the, 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 the Air Force came out and said, yeah, we've seen UFOs. But they kind of stopped at the point where, like, it's extraterrestrials. So we just don't know what it is. But they were like, yeah, we have no clue what this thing is. But, like, but then a couple of these aerospace engineers came out, came out saying, oh, yeah, aliens are definitely real. I'm like, dude, are they just kind of, like, throwing this out now just to, like, 
to dick with us, like our heads? Like, what is the point? You know, I've always believed that there's other life forms out there, but like the chances of there being other life forms out there that are intelligent enough to break, you know, space time barriers in order to meet us at some degree. You know, I, it feels like the likeliness feels low. If that makes See, sense. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. I can, because just playing the numbers, you have to assume that there's life on there. But granted, that life can be like microorganisms. It doesn't even have to be Absolutely. like human. It like, could be like bacteria. It, it, dinosaur stuff. age. Like, it could be, you know, even like a post society that like has been wiped out. It can be, vi- for like I said, it can years, be viruses you know? and bacteria. It doesn't even have to be like humanoid stuff. But <laughs> one drop of water, <laughs> one singular plant, <laughs> like Wally. I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised, but like, yeah. man, uh, what do you, it, well, let, let me rephrase this. What do you think about the ancient alien theory? Like they've been Which here. Which one's before. that again? Like that they've been here before and they helped us evolve. Uh, I mean, there's no evidence of that. And I feel like. Well, that depends on who you talk to just, personally. Well, yeah. If I talk, here's the thing. If there were. Like, let's say aliens were on this planet for many years before humans were around. Let's just say. Wouldn't there be some kind of, like, evidence that really is, like, made, like, could not be argued with? Not, like, speculative or not, like, well, there's this random small piece of bone that, you know, we can't identify. Like, there would be something to prove that, right? My, like, well, my, not even, like, a human rate. Like, I don't know. Like, they can't, like, have bleached the planet down and been like, bye. My, right? My only rebuttal to that is if they are smart enough to get here, to break through space, to get to a new planet, maybe even a new universe, there's – obviously, they're able to cover up their tracks. There's no way they're not. Mm-hmm. So if they're smart enough to get here in a spaceship, I'm guaranteed they're smart enough to like hide their traces. Unless we're stupid and we like I... see them, we just don't recognize what they are. I just, I have to be honest though. Like, it's so just why such are these people coming? Why are like these people coming out and saying all this then? Here's the thing. I think that they're. I don't know. I, I'm like conflicted because like I don't want to be like Mr. Realism. But at the same time, like, okay, if aliens had existed on the Earth, there would have been something to show for it. Like, even a small piece to show that. In terms of what the Pentagon and NASA are saying, like, again, like, it it just feels really, like, speculative. Like, it doesn't feel like there's anything that's, like, hard evidence. And so until they bring out the evidence, like, for me, it's kind of like you're at a trial, right? And you have, like, the eyewitnesses and you have the character witnesses. It's like the only thing I really care about is, like, the forensic evidence, like, prove to me with, like, blood DNA. Prove to me with, like, a videotape. Prove to me with something that's, like, like real, right? Like Because, like, you know, people can, like, mistake people all the time. Like, witnesses are not reliable, really, in the eye of a courtroom as much as they used to be. So, for me, it's like, I feel like I'm in the courtroom. I'm, I'm in the jury box. And I'm just hearing character witnesses. I'm just hearing, you know, eyewitnesses that don't sound legit. I'm not seeing actual evidence. And so, like, right now, if I was on a jury... I'd be like, yeah, we can't, you know, this isn't like a done deal for me. Like, I need to see more. I need to see evidence. I don't know. How do you think? What do you think? See, a lot of it de- depends on blind faith. And mm, I see, I'm just thinking about the numbers, man. Like, there's, I don't know if they've been here or not, but they got to exist. So now, if you believe they exist, you have to think about the percentage of, okay, what ones would actually get here? I don't know, man. Um, 
You know, if I had to put my my name in a hat, I'd I'd probably say they've been here before. I, I would. And I base that hmm. just on the fact that uh, I think we have better odds. I don't even want to say that. Man, I don't know. I just feel like they have. I don't want to say – I was going to say I feel like we have better odds that they've been here more than they haven't, but I, I can't say that or not. So I just got a feeling, man. I, there's nothing to justify, and I know. You're, you're like the Black Eyed Peas. You got a feeling, ooh, ooh, and tonight's <laughs> going to be a good time. What but if, hey, I, what if they all showed up and I, looked I exactly totally, like Fergie? Oh my god, can you imagine? It'd be Fergalicious <laughs> definition. Make the guys go, make make Earth go loco. <laughs> um, here's the thing. At the end of the day, do I believe in life form outside of the Earth? Absolutely. Do I think it's little green monsters? No. Do I think that there's evidence that proves that this exists yet? Uh, but do I? Would I be shocked like tomorrow if it's confirmed? Not really, dude. The like, Vatican I mean, it'd be like, came wow, but like, and said that they exist. Oh my god, the Vatican. They please. did. The Pope. The Pope believes in aliens. Hey, to be fair, this is the most progressive Pope we've ever had, so that makes sense. <laughs> it really does. <laughs> uh, well, do you want to hear? Oh, sorry. No, remember that a couple weeks ago I did the story about how the Pope uses a hologram at his. At yes. His, oh my god. His speeches. Which I think I believe. <laughs> It's like an old Michael. Ja- it's like a new Michael Jackson concert where they just like hologram them out there. <laughs> oh my god, those concerts are the worst. Who is who is paying to go to a hologram concert? <laughs> Have you ever been to one? No, I'm not going to go to a hologram concert. I'd do it. I'd rather watch the concert that happened like on Netflix special. What about the? Like, I'd rather watch like a. Well, that's different. That's totally different. All right, let's get into some advice. I'm ready. You want a little advice? Yeah. Okay. So, obviously, workplace shenanigans keep happening, and so listen to this one. <laughs> At my job, IT created a new program that was much needed, and we're very appreciative. But my manager decided that we need to express this opportunity by having each member bake their own batch of cookies to give to IT. It was strongly IT encouraged. Sucks, man. We, <laughs> we had to sign up with the specific cookie we were making so that it was all different flavors. A few months later, IT did another project, and we did another cookie drive for IT. To put the optics of this in perspective, my department was mostly women. IT was all men. Is this a normal thing to do to thank a department for doing their job? I always wondered if we should tell our manager to stop doing this since we did this twice, and no one ever really seemed to bring up that it was, like, problematic. And my girl, Allison, AskManager.com, is like, girls, what is happening? You can't just ask women to bake cookies for their male colleagues as a thank you. If you want to express, like, thank you to the IT team, there's so much things that you could do better. Like, you could, like, get, like, a food truck or, you know, if there's something, like, and another thing, too, if she's, like, wanting to get him food drink, the manager should have ordered it and expensed it. You know what I mean? Like, she can't just go up to your employees and be like, we're baking cookies and tell me what flavor you're doing. But this is just ridiculous. This it's reminds- their job. They are doing their job. Right. This this reminds me of that tweet Trump just sent out like a week ago where he said Joe Biden's going to kill off the suburban white woman. I'm like, oh my god! Oh my. <laughs> all, all the women bake cookies. That's ridiculous, man. I'm surprised that. Some, not, like, but to be honest, I'm not surprised that this actually happened somewhere. I'm not going to say it's going to fly, but I'm not surprised mm-hmm. it's happening. Here's the thing, though, Paul. Like, think about it like this: like they're doing their job. Like, does it suck that they need to make these like 
programs for the corporate. Maybe it's hard, right? Yeah. But that's your job. And I know IT gets paid a ton of money. Those guys are probably getting paid almost six figures, if not six figures plus. Like, do your job. Don't, like, I, I don't know. It's right. not their fault. They didn't ask. It's not like IT asked for cookies. Can you imagine, like, it's you're like, at work and they're like, I'll fix your computer for a dozen cookies. And it's like, like me oh, asking you dude, to bake me a couple cookies for, like, talking. It's like, that's what I do. Yeah. I'm going to tell you, I've had little interaction with IT, uh, and the interaction that I've had, like, for the most part, it's just condescending and rude. Because, like, they think it's, like, what they're communicating is, like, so easy and natural, and I'm like, dude, I don't know any of this. It's like, like I you're literally just can't IT get my printer jargon. to work. Please help me. <laughs> I actually learned recently that printers, um, get this, so you know how it seems like printers, like, jam all the time? Yeah. And you'd think that printers would be better? Well, the truth is, printers are faster than ever, and actually they don't jam as much, but because they print so much, it feels like they jam more than like what they used to jam in the past. Does that make sense? It does. Isn't that like, weird can, to think I can, about? I can't even get my printer to print because it's always like dead on ink somehow. <laughs> you like, give it fresh ink, and it's like, no, Why do I need cyan? Shut work. up. I'm trying to put it in black and white. I don't need cyan. <laughs> They're like, you do not have cyan in this printer. My <laughs> God. Uh, right. And here's this one. This one is a little sketchy. In our organization of 25 employees, there are two sets of couples. Having couples on such a small staff is counterproductive. The couples are always looking out for each other to ensure that they don't have to take on extra work and have a counterproductive attitude to staff. Could our organizations adopt a no-relationship policy and require one person from each couple to leave the organization? Oh, my God. All the employees and relationships have been in place for well over 10 years. Um, you can't, just, uh, I can't, so you Allison, can't fire somebody for that, first of all. Here's the thing. Allison goes, listen, I get why you don't want couples on a small staff, but there's concerns about professionalism or drama, you know, what happens if one, you know, one of the partners gets fired, etc. And she's like, you can Im- implement a no dating policy, but it'd be really crappy to do that to couples who've been together for over a decade right. when you haven't said anything for a decade. Plus, I it's don't think... Pretty that- likely Sorry. Oh, go ahead. I don't think that's legal to fire someone because they're dating somebody if it's known. Yeah, I, you know, I don't think I don't think it's legal either in the sense that like unless it's in the contract prior. I mean, here's the thing: they could, you know, if they're doing like a year-to-year contract, they could make up a new contract and then going forward do that. But like again, she kind of says like, listen, like your staffs can be pretty resentful. You can have a no dating policy going forward, although good, good luck with that. It usually drives dating underground. It tends to be seen by people as a major overreach by the employer, but your better bet is to manage the situation. So it's like making clear like what behavior is okay and what's not okay. Right. Uh, there's consequences to bringing your relationship, you know, if there's like you're fighting in the break room or something. Right. Um, you can also put an exception though. There could be a policy saying that you can't manage someone you're romantically involved with or even be in their reporting line, which makes sense. And um, because, you know, allowing people to date subordinates, there's like a power structure, the yeah. favoritism, et cetera. Yeah. So that makes sense too. Um, she's like, and, and if people violate that policy, then you should intervene on that. But in terms of like, oh, and here's the note, ready? While it's generally legal in the U.S. to prohibit dating between coworkers and to require one of the parties to move on if a relationship forms, there are a few exceptions, such as in California, where courts have ruled that the state constitution provides broader privacy protection and employee matters. So check your state law. And I wouldn't be surprised if states like <laughs> Ohio have conservative <laughs> laws on this that like, We're, oh, yeah, you can fire anyone for anything. You know what I mean? Right. So, but can you imagine like you and Katie – are married with a child and you've been together for let's let's say 10 years and your employer goes, you know what we're not comfortable with that so you one of you needs to leave the company 
That uh, like what that if would make both, well, just be first like, of all, we're leaving. We're both gonna leave. Even like, if we'll we find new jobs, yeah. Even if we did do that, like one of us left, the other one would just hate the company. <laughs> I mean, seriously, you would just hate your. Yeah, I think both of you would job. leave. Both of you would look forward to leave. I mean, yeah. unless it's one of those things where like it's like you know maybe it's like oh well that's like gonna kickstart me to do something else with my life right. or oh like I kind of didn't like my job anyway but like Katie liked her job at the same company but still man right. like whatever that's ridiculous. All right, Matt. We got to we got to we got to um to to break up this podcast because company rules. Uh, <laughs> can you think? Of, I mean, this podcast has been going on for a year and a half now. That's that's a pretty long time. Has it really? <laughs> yeah, we've Man, done. I, I think. Do you want me to check the number of episodes we've dropped? Speaking We're of fifty, it, I think. I I listened to the first episode the other day randomly, and it just made <gasps> me cringe. It was cringy. Oh my god, that first season, man, was like we didn't know what we were doing a little bit. Like we were just like kind of we having like, fun with like it, we but now. like now we now we're in a groove. Now we can't be stopped. Speaking okay, of which, so I oh my we god, can... we've had forty published episodes. So this is episode forty one. Mm. But should we talk about our little hint of things coming up? Ooh, do you want to? You know what? I think if people have stuck around at this point, we can tell them the hint. So if you want to go ahead and share the hint. Basically what our idea is, we're going to get a little bit more storytelling. I don't want to bust it in too much, you know, and uh, and you know, pull back the curtain all the way yet. But basically we're going to get into we're going to continue this and keep doing our little, you know, weekly monologue, but at the same time we're going to join forces with some people and maybe do a couple little lengthier stories. So a little maybe mockumentary. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah, we're really excited, and we'll probably talk more about it when the time is right. But until then, peace out. Later. Later.